Good afternoon, basketball fans, and welcome to episode 100 of Sports Talk with Rags. And today we are joined here by the Churchland alum, Marvin, the big show Rogers. How man, you doing, show? Well, what's good, man? Talk to me. You, you know, hey, how you doing? You, oh, man, I'm doing great. And I, first of all, I got to give a big shout out to uh our uh, our mutual friend uh mike sharp that not only gave yeah. me the idea to start this podcast but then also hooked uh the two of us up to have you be my guest here on my 100th yeah. episode good guy man mike sharp is a good guy man like um it's not too many stand-up guys you know mike sharp is one of them he's a stand-up guy that's right so uh Hey, uh, let's uh, let's start at the beginning. I mean, uh, Mike Sharp and I uh, grew up at uh, Western Branch, but before Mike Sharp moved over to Western Branch, he he grew up in Churchland, and I know that you're from uh, you're from Portsmouth and uh, playing uh, playing the game of basketball. Yeah, yeah, all over Portsmouth, man. Moved around as a kid. Um, never was really stable. I was stable for like six years. We used to stay out at Lee Hall, but I moved around a lot downtown. Um, stayed with my grandmother, son, my Cavalier Minor, stayed with my um, godmother a little bit. Um, out old churchland, you know, yeah. um, Val. So it was, you know, humble beginnings, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's not too much, um, too much different from anybody else that's from the city, you know, right. Yeah, that's that's right. So with uh, so with playing uh, playing basketball there um, in uh, Churchland and what uh, graduated there in '96, uh, right? '95. Only played one full year though. Only played one full year. That's what a lot of people don't understand. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a, I didn't play forty games in high school. You right. know, I didn't even play forty games in high school. You know. So I only played one full season at Churchland. So everything I did was in basically in a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. hey, uh, I mean, uh, not only uh, playing basketball uh, there in Churchland for only a year, but I know that you definitely, um, you know, played for uh, Boo and were uh, teammates yeah. of uh, AI and uh, Joe Smith. Yeah, b -b 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 buckets all day long, man. Playing with them two guys, man. Um, we had a lot of talent on that team too. I was just, um, I was young with a lot of snot on my nose, you know. <laughs> and uh, um, being 13 years old, being around them guys at an early age, it definitely shaped me, you know. Um, it shaped me in a lot of good ways, and it shaped me in a lot of bad ways. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll take the good with the bad, you know what I'm right. saying? So that's all that matters. We'll take the good with the bad any day. Yeah. Hey, uh, one of the earlier guests that uh, that I had, and uh, Mike uh, joined me with uh, with that one, uh, but back in March we had uh, AI's high school backcourt teammate, uh, Tony Rutland. That's my guy. The, on the podcast. That's my guy. I love Tony. Tony, a shooter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I love him to death. He saved us a lot of games. So I, I just, you know, I honestly, I think Tony should get a lot more credit than what he does. Um, Tony's a very like humble guy. He's not outspoken like I am. Um, but he's very, um, he's a very, he's a, he's a very quiet guy. He, you know, 
he basically he got the job done so you know that's what it is blessing playing with him yeah and uh you know and after he graduated from bethel you know went on to wake forest and was teammates there of uh tim duncan and randolph yeah. childress <laughs> yeah randolph big dog tim yeah they big dogs you know what it is so uh hey what was uh what was the opportunity of uh of playing uh college basketball after uh after high school was done man was opportunity yeah. after after high school my life changed you know right. i went, went to west virginia what listen i want people like because i don't really talk about it too much but like yeah. west virginia was the best part of my life and at first like you know it was kind of like uh you know but west virginia was the best part of my life going through everything that i went and and west virginia was I don't know what's dope, man. Talk to me. Ask me about it, Raz. You know, I ain't, I ain't, yeah. Well, well hey, what know? was it? I mean, uh, they're at uh, they're at Morgantown, and you know, I mean, the logo of the NBA, Jerry West, is from West Virginia. I mean, yeah. just uh, just Mountaineer basketball. Yeah, and, and listen, it was Mountaineer basketball, and it was also Mountaineer. Am I allowed to say hell on this podcast? All right, that's <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. It was. It ended up turning into Mountaineer hell, man, because like, you know, like I don't like getting back to it. You know, um, the trouble that I got into at, at West Virginia, Mike. Let's be real, man. Yeah, we're from a. I'm from what? I'm from Portsmouth, Virginia. We probably got yeah. what twenty nine, twenty nine thousand people. Right. Like probably average, you know, mm -hmm. basically a small town, and you know when something come out in West Virginia like sexual assault and people they start looking at you like kind of crazy because people believe what they they put in the media. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people really believe um they'll believe the media and like what you got what you got to realize is the lie sounds better than the truth, mm -hmm. and I'm able to talk about it. So like a lot of people don't like me talking about it. I don't know why you don't like me talking about it because it ain't happened to you. It happened to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, and, and, it, and it became a racial situation. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And um, you'll never hear me complain about it because that was the best time of my life. It shaped me for this world because I'm, a, I'm, you know, I grew up, you know, I've always been a nice guy. I always, I'm just into ball. Um, right. I had friends. They was into a lot of other things and I love them guys to death. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But um, when you hear something like that, a lot of people, they just go off what they hear. And, you know what I'm saying? And um, you the only thing you can do is just keep going. But it's it's crazy because, like, as I got older, like, you know, people start saying, oh, we know you ain't doing it. No, I need you to keep that same energy you had when the media, when it, when it came out on ESPN and USA Today, keep that same energy. Don't come to me saying now, man, we know you ain't doing it or whatever, blah, 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 blah rags it's listen my life is crazy man i've had a crazy life i i've dated celebrities i've i've never had a problem with a woman or you know anything like that but i didn't realize how much i was worth when i was at west virginia and and a lot of things was kept away from me um from my family you know what i'm saying my family didn't know like a lot of things was kept away from them a lot of things that was going on behind the scenes um back in the day with college was you know with me was kept away it was you know i lived a, i live i'm a very loud person but i mm -hmm. lived a quiet life no one never knew what was was going on with me so they would always assume or whatever but um i don't know where they would get them assumptions from because i didn't i wasn't really close with nobody i never allowed nobody to get that close to me 
because of what was going on with me with basketball. Right. Yeah. And uh, let's see. But um, hey, you got to, you, you know, you picked yourself up and you got a you got a second chance there at uh, Wright State. Yeah, I did. Um, and it was, you know, big ups to Calipari and his whole crew. Like they all went to the NBA with the New Jersey Nets. One of the coaches came down and wanted to play college ball. DeMarcus Cousins father was my coach at a junior college. He only went there for one year. Right. I got my associate's degree, you know, made the All-American team or whatever and um, and went on the right state. Um, but, you know, like I said, it was a learning process for me um, because, I've, like I said, I've always been laughing and joking, playing ball or whatever. But it was people around me that was real serious about my career, that was investing in, into my career. Um, it was a lot of people around me that didn't like because of the, some of the choices that I made. And they used that against a young man. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, that's 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 just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I think um, I thank my mom for everything that she did. No, she just didn't want me to be around bad people. You know what I'm saying? Um, even with my decision to go into Churchland, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a lot of people, they they expected me to go to Wilson and Norcom, you mm -hmm. know. But when you're when you're playing on a certain level and you go into certain tournaments and you have certain people telling you to go to certain schools and. You know, people just have to look back into their records. You know, like I had a 1.3 GPA and that's not anything that I'm happy about, but I was the only one that year to sign division one. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, I mean, I hate to say it as politicians usuals, you know, just like Jay-Z selling his first album as politicians usuals. That's just how it goes. But people just have to start putting two and two together. And like by the time, again, Again, Rags, when yeah. they start putting two and two together, the first thing, man, we knew you were smart. We no, I need you to get that same energy you had when it came out. You know what I'm saying? Look, that's the energy I need. I don't need that other energy now because that's you know, is something's wrong with you. Now you're making me think I'm I'm looking at you sideways now. So that's that's hey. how I get down. Hey, and I saw that uh when you were at Wright State, I mean uh Opened up the season with uh, hosting Old Dominion and uh, Jeff and Jason Capel's dad uh, coached Old Dominion at that time and Wright State uh, beat the Monarchs. Yeah, that was, um, you know, everybody knew I can shoot the three my whole career. You know, that, that was my um, highlight game it was a game right at the beginning of the year. We had just um, played Central Michigan and I started at the point in that game. I had 28. Like I said, big shout outs to Coach Sheelan and you know, Coach Hughley coming from out of that Calipari system or whatever, they just let me rock. And um, but everybody knew I can shoot the three. And, you know, like I said, that was in the 90s. And uh, a lot of people didn't understand that. They didn't know how to coach it. Players around me didn't know how to play with it. You know, um, a lot of a lot of my homeboys would be like, man, they hating on you because you thought no, they just don't know. You can't hate on something you don't know, you know. <laughs> So they don't know. They haven't played at, at the level. They were they weren't playing where I was playing at. They wasn't sneaking in New York City. You know, I used to slide out and go to New York City and play all the time. And I never told I never told anybody. But for one, it wasn't nobody's business. But for two, like when you growing up in my household, mom was like, you better shut your mouth and you know, whatever happens in this house, you know, you go keep it in this house. So, you know, that's what I done. You know what I'm saying? So um it's cool though, you know, like it, it all it all eventually ended up coming out um anyway. And um, you know, it was I don't know. I just they were the they were the golden years of my life. Like I 
I liked it. As much as I was in the media and stuff, I love my privacy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love my friends and my family around me for that. Um, because they always believed in me. You know what I'm saying? Right. They believed in me. Yeah. And um after college, uh played some uh semi-pro uh ball and was also a teammates there of uh Roy Jones Jr. Man, listen, that you see how I got the hoodie on? Look, I'm putting it wrong. You see yeah. I got the hoodie on? Like, Roy's my guy, man. Like, a lot of people don't understand. Like, um, I guess, do you want to call it playing in the D League or whatever semi-pro ball? Because now the G League is, is getting blessed and getting praised. And, like, back in the day when Roy first picked me up, um, again, nobody knew I was dealing with Roy Jones. Like, I didn't, I didn't let anybody know. What, <laughs> like, he was the heavyweight. He was the world champion. Like, middleweight. Like, he was beating everybody. Right. Like, you know, why would I tell somebody back home, man, I'm up there. You know, I'm, Roy got me staying with him. I'm, you know, he, I'm playing with him. I'm, no one's going to believe that. You, you know, we're from Forsyth. They don't believe that, you know. So I'm not telling them that. They don't need to know that, you know. But, um. He he changed my life, man. He was part owner of Orlando Magic um, mm -hmm. back then. And, um, you know, they had their little um, pro team out there. And, um, yeah, I, he took care of me, man. And Roy's my guy. Roy still takes care of me now. He's the reason why my talk show is, is doing what it's doing. I give it to Roy. Like, you know, he was one of my first interviews. And um, he gave me an exclusive at the, on the Mike Tyson fight with him and Mike Tyson. Yeah. So Roy's my guy. I appreciate Roy. Roy's big brother, man. His birthday was yesterday, man. So, you know, he's just he's always been like a big brother to me. It's it's kind of like anything you do, I can do way better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like he's been doing it so big. I'd be like, Roy, oh my goodness, you know, but you know, but but you know, like I said, I, I appreciate Roy and um I appreciate him for what he's done for my staff, you know, how he's put them on. Big shout outs to Keisha, Mr. Peacock, and John. Love y'all to death. Love y'all like a play cousin. Yeah, and and uh, let's see. You also had the opportunity of playing overseas and also on the uh, and one circuit. Yeah, it was actually the street ball circuit. I would not ever ever give a shoe company none of that credit because I I did my I did that on my own. Um, to be honest with you, um, a good friend of mine. Um, let me see. How can I put this? He was a uh, hmm, uh, basketball sponsor right. <laughs> in the day. And um, I used to go to New York with him. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, he he introduced me to a lot of streetball guys. And, you know, uh, that, also, that also enhanced my, my ball handling skills. But um, he, uh, he introduced me to a lot of streetball guys. And um, he used to always make sure I was good and, I didn't have to worry about nothing. Mom ain't have to worry about rent. And I'm like, wow, all I gotta do is go and we got it. We beat Jay-Z or Puff them tonight, or we, we we beat Fat Joe team. This is what he's giving me, you know? <laughs> so, you know, and it, it just got real serious. And it got to the point to where I, I didn't want to come back home. Like, you know, they gave me a place to stay, um, you know, plenty of money in my pocket, you know, um, hanging with that different celebrity every night, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I had a chance to meet Jay-Z at an early age, like before he, who he is now, you know, yeah. that's crazy to me. You know, that's a blessing just being able to be around somebody like that at that age. And, 
that that molded me to, to go from Allen Iverson to Roy Jones Jr. to Jay Z. So I'm I'm hitting all this before I'm 22 years old, and and I'm I'm like, boy, if you don't if you don't master this life experience thing, you crazy. Yeah, you know that's how I'm looking at myself. Like, look at these guys. You know, Jay Z never sat down and talked to me and was like, "Listen, this is what we're gonna do." Blase, blase, blase. He never <laughs> did that. But you have to be around a person. And you have to look at and see what they're doing. You know, look at their routine. Look at look at how they. You know, everybody always claimed they want to be different, but people really don't want to be different. And Jay was that. Roy was that. Iverson was that. I learned a lot from the guys. Even Master P. I learned a lot from him when he took over my sports agency. I learned a lot from Master P. So yeah. them them four guys right there, they was my um I, I looked at what they did and you know right. it was I kind of like tried to piggyback off of it as much as I could, but I ain't nowhere close to them guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's cool though to, to get that experience. And you know, I think experience is the best teacher, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, you know, like I said, I you know, I just kept my mouth closed, man. That's all, you know, talking loud, but not letting nobody hear nothing, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then also, uh, Mike um, Sharp, he was sorry that he couldn't uh, couldn't join us tonight, but he wanted me to bring up the uh, Rutgers Park experience. I mean, listen, man, like I said, you know. Winning back, winning back to back championships in the Rucker right. is probably. I, I want a national, all right, but the clout is all right. When get winning the Rucker part, the clout you get with ball, mm. like everyone comes through there. It's not one NBA player that didn't come through there, and I'm, and I'm talking the real Rucker, all right? You know. When 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 guys from the South wasn't really accepted to be in New York, mm. see people don't know that now. People are like they're a lot friendlier now, whatever. But I wasn't accepted when I first went to New York. Are you serious? Six <laughs> eleven with a handle and can shoot, and I'm not from there. No one liked me, you know. And I, and I wasn't quiet, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> I let I let people know that this is what you're gonna have tonight. This is what you're dealing with until this game is over with. You know, and, you know, I, I just I don't know. Um, coming from where I'm coming from, you know, like I said, just playing in different spots um, where I played at in the seven, five, seven. You know, you you learn how to put that ball on the floor and dribble. You get fouled so much. Don't nobody want you to win the game. Game point. Everybody's fouling you, you know, so you you learn that fast. But um, I was able to put it on, on a platform at the Rucker. Right. And um, able to win two championships out there with Team Posse. I was able to play with Team Rock out there, um, and it was it was just great. It was just it was a great experience. Um, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Yeah, and um, you know the thing is, uh, uh, show. I mean, uh, you know, Mike and I grew up together from middle school all the way up. He he was a year older than me, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize just what um let's see just what a mentor boo williams was to the basketball players even back when we were growing up i mean when when i yeah. had mike and tony rutland on the podcast back in march we spent 
like 10, 15 minutes, and yes. they were talking about the early days of Boo Williams basketball. Look, let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something. Boo is like my pops for real. And like, you know, big shout outs to Boo. Like Boo used to come pick me up when it wasn't no Merrimack Tunnel. It was the James River Bridge. <laughs> All right. That's 40 minutes. Let's get it. 40 minutes. We, you know what I'm saying? Like Boo would come pick me up. He would come pick me and Joe Smith up. Yeah. And um, and you know, and we would hoop, man. And um Boo is just um, I don't know, man. He's an he's an amazing guy. Like I still don't think he get enough credit, yeah, for what he has done. And I and we as players, I still don't think we give him enough credit for what he has done, man. Get that man his flowers. Get that man his buckets. Because if it wasn't for him, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be sitting here. A whole lot of us wouldn't be where we're at. And you know, as we become adults, we don't need to forget them things. You know what I'm saying? Right. They the things you need to remember. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what uh, Mike and uh, Tony talked about, how how Boo would drive a van and and pick up the players and drive to tournaments. You know, yes. there was no hop on the plane. Back won't in the no day. hop on no plane. Nike won't giving out all that money they giving out now. You know what I'm saying? Now it's crazy. We get a listen. The only way you was getting some Nike stuff, you had to go to the camp like me, Tony. <laughs> Iverson and Joe Smith was going, we was going to the Nike camp. So that's how I was getting a lot of my stuff. Now, every player that plays on the circuit gets everything. I mean, they come home for the weekend. I'd be like, oh my God, did you go shopping in Atlanta? Or did you play ball? You know? <laughs> so it's crazy now. But now, like I say, you know, um, you know, everything's like when we were, it's, it was crazy. Like a lot of people don't even know, like before I went to Churchland, Churchland was wearing champions. When I went to Churchland, Nike took over that situation. Mm -hmm. um, th that was like as about as big as it get. Like they'll look out for the team. They'll make sure the jersey's sweet. They'll probably send me a couple of the exclusive pair of shoes probably every two or three months. But it ain't. It's not like it is now. Good <laughs> <Pretty> gracious! <laughs> like now, it doesn't make no sense at all. I'd be like, all right, did y'all guys already make it? Like these guys be coming in my gym, training with me. I'd be like, man, it's crazy. So that's what's up, man. That's the difference between back then and now. And thank God these kids, um, they have that. Because a lot of them probably wouldn't have them shoes or whatever if Nike wasn't giving them to them. So that's just dope for Nike to do that. Yeah. And with your relationship with uh, Boo Williams, you get to train some of the top prospects there in the DMV. Listen, Boo hooked me up. With my first couple of clients, I was going down to Hampton. And, you know, like I said, I Boo is like Pops. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he always, Marvin, I don't think you should do that, Marvin. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. You know, I'd be, I'd be like, all right, Boo. You know, because I'm, a, I'm like, I'm a very stubborn person. And I, I don't listen to a lot of people. Um, but that's one of the guys that I listen to, you know. And he, he don't even have to say much, you know. He might not know that, but I, I'll remind him every time. I'm to Boo. I'm still like that little kid. Like I call him and text him and nag him. I will call Boo three times in a row. I'd be like, Boo, pick up your phone. It's me. I'd be, like, <laughs> I'd be like, Boo, pick your phone up. Boo, pick your phone up. So that's just what it is. And his his wife love her to death. She still see the 13 year old in me every time we talk. I'm like, I got kids. You know, I got kids. I got custody of my kids and everything. I'm a grown man now. But she still look at me as you know, and I and I like I like that. That's that's what's up. 
you know, that's home. That's home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing on how, you know, I mean, I grew up in a military family. So when I moved here in the fall of 87 and my brother was a freshman at Western branch, you mm -hmm. know, he played, he played JV football. He played four years of varsity baseball, but everybody would go to the gym at Western branch when Indian river would crumb mm -hmm. across town. Cause when my brother was a freshman, that's when Zoe, when Zoe was a senior, you know, Love, <laughs> and then, and then when we were coming up, you know, then AI, Joe Smith, I mean, just our area, just with the uh, basketball talent. And then, and then here in the uh, NBA now with the Mavericks, you got uh, Dorian, Dorian Finney-Smith from Portsmouth. Big shout out, Dodo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, and then Cam Thomas. They're from buckets. Cam Thomas is a bucket. I'm just leave that like that. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna say Cam Thomas is a walking bucket, and he's Cam Thomas has been a walking bucket ever since. Every Mike introduced me to Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas has always been a walking bucket. I don't know anything else to say about him but a walking bucket. I like the young man. Um, big shout outs to Leslie, but I like the young man. You know he. Um, he just, I don't know. He's he's very he's very humble and he's very hardworking. Yeah. And um, and he don't say much at all, you know. And I and I like that. I like that about Cam. I love that about Cam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the uh, the talent the, the talent when we were growing up was there here in the area, and the talent the talent now, you know, out of the. Uh, the athletes that call uh, Portsmouth and Chesapeake, you know, the seven five seven home. Right, right, yeah. That's is 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 definitely hard to compete back home. I know that's what shaped me for like a lot of um, my endeavors with basketball or whatever. Um, I don't know. It just shaped me. It it made it easier for me all the way around, on and off the floor. You know, on and off the floor. Um, it was just a, you know, it, it, the era that I grew up in, it was it was a very, very talented era, not just for sports, but for entertainment as well. You know what I'm saying? And um, people was really grinding and people are really, you know, the people that grinded back there, they're they really doing what they're supposed to be doing now. So you can't do nothing but appreciate that. You can't you can't take a man's work away from him. Like somebody has been sticking to it. It don't matter how long you hold them back from getting it. They're gonna get there eventually, because that's it's that it's a mindset thing. So I can appreciate my era that I grew up in in seven five seven. It was lovely. I wouldn't trade that for anything. Yeah. So uh, so what? Um, I know that you're uh, training uh, top prospects there in the DMV, but what else uh, is uh, a day for uh, for the show uh, these days? Oh my gosh. Well, let me let me start with my daughters. I think I'll be crazy to not start with them. I have custody of my two daughters. Um, love them to death. Um, being a father is like the first thing on my list. Um, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Am I allowed to no. say ASS? Is that bad? What ASS <laughs> <-S> bad? <laughs> but all right, I worked my pass off. 
you yeah. know, <laughs> right. um, to make sure that they're that they're good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got a little son. Son, his name is LJ. Um, you know, he he he's shooting the ball and stuff. Now I come back home. He's always yeah, look at this. Uh, you know, he's a big time gamer. Um, and um, you know, and that's what's up. I got the best. I got the best baby mom in the world. Though. You know, daughter, my daughter's mother. Let me let me take that back. I'm not gonna say baby mama because baby mama is a bad term. Everybody say baby mama. Oh my god, she's giving him. She's giving him. No, it's not that. No, my daughter's mom is the is the greatest. Um, she's from out of Portsmouth. You know, what I'm saying I, my daughter's mom is the greatest. Um, you know, love her to death. Um, to folk how she sacrifices for them kids and and whatever. And you know, that's just dope. It's it's dope to have a great support system. Um around you and um you know just like between her and and like my few little friends that i have um because i don't i don't really deal with a lot of people i, I just i stay in the, on the court all the time yeah. or you know and and then right. we've got dbs buckets live you know we got dbs buckets right. live talk show that's on right. four now you know what i'm saying you never know who you may see up there you may you never know. Rags, I got to get you up there, man. You, you never right. know who you may see up there. Rags, we be wilding up there, Rags. Now, Rags, listen. Now, you see, you got the little Apple thing. I, that's popping. You know what I'm saying? So we on regular TV. That's why I'm asking, can I say words like pass and stuff right. like that? Because on the television network, we can't say them, you know. But <laughs> on, my, on my IG page that a lot of, a lot of the celebrities was on, we could say them words. But, it, like, I thank God for, like, putting me in a situation to where kids can learn from my mistakes, learn from my experiences, learn to where I'm going and learn how I keep my, my face and my nose, you know, straight with what I'm doing. So yeah, that's, that's a whole day with the big show right there, man. Like, you know, tending, tending to my three little ones, yeah. uh, making sure that, you know, the buckets drop in the gym and making sure the cameras is rolling and, you know, that's, you know, I, you know, you never know who's sitting in the hot seat with me, you know, yeah. it, it might be anybody, you know, uh. so, well, hey, I'm uh, I'm certainly uh, certainly ready if uh, things can uh, work out. And you want me to you want me to come on? I certainly appreciate your no. time to to come on here on my hundredth uh, episode here. One hundred. Hey, yo, I might be special, baby. This is one hundred. Oh, let me let me hold up, hold up, Rags. Let me chill for a second. You know, this is the one hundredth episode, man. Like, I, yo, thank you so much, like for having me on like congratulations to you to have 100 episodes I, I think after 50 episodes people gonna get sick of hearing me talk right. so for you to make it to 100 racks that's good they will cancel my pass <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna cancel my pass so i'm sorry like you know but no congratulations man to make it to 100 episodes man like and um yeah, and I feel kind of special that I'm the 100th episode, man. I, maybe I might be interesting or something. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, hey, man. I mean, it. You know, I uh, work for the government here in uh, downtown Portsmouth at the All shipyard, right. coming All up right. on 25 years, and All talk right. about uh, networking and everything. But uh, I mean, this this area. I mean, especially. Back in the day, church on Western Branch, I mean, right down the street from each yeah. other. I mean, it's just uh, amazing on here, uh, you know, friends from back in the day and, 
you still yeah. stay in contact today. Oh man, like see the thing about me, let me let me say this, you know, and I'm I'm speaking for a lot of the guys in the 757 that has made a name for themselves. All right. I'm gonna always stay in contact. I'm gonna always be the guy, like, you know, man, that's show. Oh man, that's Marvin, you know. Um, no one's that busy, okay? Now I'm and I'm being 100. No one is that busy to where you either can't return a phone call or DM. You're not that busy. It's no human in this world is that busy, but probably Jay-Z, Beyonce. <laughs> And me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no one's that no one's that busy, man. Like to not return something. And like a, a you know, like a lot of people are they be requesting a lot of um a lot of athletes in the area, and people always be saying, I can't get in contact with that person, or they not listen, you know, people be having teams around them, so a lot of things when um when people say you know i can't get in contact with this person or i couldn't get in contact with that person that person never heard you contact them right, right. It, it stopped at their team <laughs> so you can't get you can't get mad at that person like you know what i'm saying so right. you know i don't the, the people that's really close to me or the people that really know me they know how to contact me man like it, you know it ain't i don't be on that you know what I'm saying? I guess that's why God keep blessing me because I don't I don't be on that. I don't I don't act like something I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't do that. Um right. and I, I just thank God and I'm like that now. I don't have a problem with you do act like that or you are like that, but I just know when people are trying to get in contact with certain people in the area and they want they want to do an interview or something with them, it's not always that athlete that's that's shutting it down. They have people around them that shut it down. So don't get don't get mad at the athlete. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like don't get mad at him because he probably never even never even heard that you was trying to get in contact with him. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I, I look at my DMs and you know my DMs on Instagram or whatever they be off the hook rags. And I we get to talking about that rags. This, we gonna have to switch the content of this podcast. So. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I try to, <laughs> I try to, you know, I try to balance it, man. Balance, balance, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. so well, hey, show uh, certainly, uh, cer certainly appreciate your time. Uh, it's been, uh, it's been great um, to uh, connect with you, and maybe the next time I'm in the DMV, maybe we can. Uh, hook up there in person or get uh or get sharp to uh yeah. you know to meet up with us or something yeah come on listen you come on up here i'm gonna take you to either carolina's kitchen or Sobe. all right okay. now i'm gonna take you to either one of one of them two restaurants we'll go chill out at them two restaurants so we're gonna go chill out we're gonna go eat you know what i'm saying you probably want to go to a wizards game we can go check my boy cools out kyle kuzma's killing them now he's yeah. he's on a whole nother big shout out to kyle kuzma like he's really doing his thing, you know. So yeah, you come on up here, man. Like, come on up here and get some of this um good DM DMV DM, DMV, you know, home home cooking, DMV restaurants, the lounges and stuff, you know. Yeah, maybe we can uh see when the Mavericks Mavericks are in town here. That'll be a good uh, game. Dodo and uh, you know, I remember when Ben Ben Finney played for the Monarchs. Ben Finney was a bucket at Old Dominion. Yeah. 
people acting like they forgot about Ben. Ben was a bucket at Old Dominion. Let's not get it twisted. Right. Apple don't fall far from a tree. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a bucket, you a bucket. Why, why, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, Ben Finney, he was a bucket at Old Dominion. Y'all got to stop. Like, stop acting like it ain't in the family, you know? So that big shout out to all of them over there, man. Desiree, Dodo, all of them, man. Like, that's what's up. They, they doing their thing. People got to get behind them and support them and rally behind them. You yeah. know? Yeah. Stop. Rally, yes. behind, rally behind them. All right. I, don't even, I don't even talk to Dodo like that, but I'm saying it like that because people need to start rallying behind that boy. Like, oh yeah, you know, he's a he's a he's a bucket, and he done it for the city. He done it for the area, for the whole seven five seven area. It's dope. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, Norcom was uh, Norcom was the you know they had that nice run of uh, state championships and. You know, he goes to Virginia Tech, then goes to Florida, and mm -hmm. you know, and uh, doing his thing there in the uh, there in the NBA. Look, Norco won six. Guzman won six state championships. You only got five fingers, right. so I'm just trying to figure out what is he doing with the other ring? Because you he gonna walk <laughs> around? He gonna remember? Um, Ba Baraco on the 18. What was it, Mr. T? Yeah, yeah that's how Guzman about to be walking around with all them state championship rings, like Mr. T. You need right. to get a necklace. If he went another one, Gooseby, get a necklace. Don't get no more rings. <laughs> so, well, all right. Well, hey, I'm uh, going to wrap this up, the 100th episode, and had Marvin, right. the big show, Rogers, as my guest. And uh, a shout-out there for uh, Bike Sharp hooking us up. So uh, thanks again, show, and uh, talk to you later, man. Man, that's what's up, man. Thanks to you, Rags. Thanks to Apple Podcast. Apple, listen, I'm not going to be up here no more, so I don't want y'all to cancel Rags. This was just one show for him. All right? Don't cancel him. Yeah, but I, thanks. <laughs> nah, big dog. Buckets. Watch the show, DBS Buckets Live on Sky 4, Sunday mornings, 1230. Saturday night, I know y'all going to be hanging out at the bar somewhere. Stop hanging out at the bar, and if you're hanging out at the bar, tell them to turn it to Sky 4. Sky four. That's what we getting buckets at. Thanks, Rex. All right, sure thing. So All sky right. four. Sky there. four. Sunday mornings, twelve thirty. Yeah. Saturday night, whatever you want to call it. At midnight, you wait in front of your TV for thirty minutes, and then you're gonna see my face up there. All right. All right. That's, that's all you got to do. All right. All right, big we'll dog. See you. All right. All right. Dog.